going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 88 of the Geeks for Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo! And Joe Morgan. Yeah, Zeus. <laughs> I wanted to put you last so that I could get that energy going. Yeah. Uh, but I'm back, also baby. to let you know that you've been bumped. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's okay. <laughs> no, we missed you, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't have to be in the spotlight. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm just happy to be part of the team. Shelly's really appreciated. I think getting to take on Zooks. Yeah, she's uh, handled it well. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's great to have you back on. Uh, before we get into the show, got to give a special shout out to Joel Watt and Scott Phillips. Uh, there are a couple of our Patreons at Patreon.com/slash/GeeksUnderGrace that uh, donate specifically for the uh, the podcast shout out. We love you guys. Uh, we're so happy that you're part of our family, along with everyone else that are Patreons. Uh, thank you guys so much for. Uh, helping this whole machine that is Geeks of Grace run, because uh, without you guys, it doesn't. Uh, so, before we get into specifically what everyone's geeking out about, I know we've all seen Castlevania now. Yeah. We were gearing yes. up for a long season and getting a long season in, <laughs> we realized that it was only four episodes that were 20 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, I was but, done before I realized, like, I finished episode three, was like, all right, episode four, wait. I was not scrolling. You're like, that's it? <laughs> yeah. I. It, so let's let's start off with the content uh, objectively, like the uh, you know the art style, the story, and all those kind of things. Okay. Uh, as far as that goes, and then we can get kind of into the Christian aspect because it's very religion heavy, especially yep. in that first episode. Um, what did you guys think about it artistically? It's not the sharpest looking anime I've seen, mm-hmm. but it's solid. Um, yeah. It reminds me of old 80s cartoons. Yeah. Uh, at, it reminds me of, like, more detail. Berserk. The colors are fuller, yeah, but that art like that. style. I've not seen Berserk. I have not either. Yeah, it's an older, uh, uh, like, the older, the older rendition of, of Berserk. Um, yeah, it's got that very, like, I don't want to say, like, it's like when American companies try to do anime where it's still got that style, but it's not necessarily, like, over the top like most anime is. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. The action was amazing, but it was choppy. It, it was almost like watching a comic book. It definitely looked a little aged. Yeah. It's very gory. Yeah. They yeah. don't they don't shy away from that at That's why all. I compare it to Berserk and also if you guys have seen that uh, Dante's Inferno um anime it's, movie. Berserk is brutal. Yeah. Um it reminds me a lot of that and the Dante's Inferno anime. Uh which okay. even yeah. that anime that even that movie um did had different art styles and things as uh, Dante mm. went like deeper into the circles of hell and all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but I, it reminded me very I hope much that of they that. Keep, I hope that they keep the art style that they have going on with this old eighties look. Yeah. I think that goes with the NES game and, you know, yeah. showing you that this is kind of old school and it's, it's almost nostalgic. Yeah. And it's going to be nostalgic by nature because it's an NES game. I mean, they've done other things, but most people like, when I think of Castlevania, I think of the old classic one. Um, but I think that the art style really complements it instead of being jarring in any way. I thought the action was really weird, just how it was so choppy. <laughs> you would see him like, yeah. flip someone over and then it would pause. I thought that was really cool. In that way, I think they what, tried to uh, tone, tone down the violence. 
Like it, you think they tried it, to turn on the violence? Like, I mean, what I mean is, like, they still made it violent, but, like, you were t- saying how it was very choppy, and they cut away for a lot of scenes like that. Oh, okay, I see like, what you're saying. Like, they didn't show these things happen directly, but you definitely saw these guys bleeding and I mean, you see like a guy that. get his eye whipped out. Yeah, but, like, they kind of didn't show it directly. It showed his, like, it showed him his eye, like, hanging there, which is pretty brutal, but, <laughs> but I mean, to me, like, I guess that's kind of, you know, they didn't want you to necessarily see it happening. They wanted you to see that. They wanted you to see the aftermath of it. And right. I, I want to clarify something as well. You said for a lot of the scenes that cut away, there's honestly not that much action in this anime. You're right. Yeah. There really isn't. Like, there are a few scenes. The, the fourth episode, the, the finale, yeah. packs quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And there's some in episode two or three, but to really, I, by and large, there's not that the much. Right? Yeah. Was what I started knowing, noticing, just the animation style and the way they were going with it, was that yeah. bar scene. Um, but you're right, I think it was episode three. Or no, it was episode two. It was episode two that I was really bored with. They had a lot of action in that beginning. Yeah. And then he's got a few things he does that are cool throughout it, but story-wise, I was like, you gave me the main character, <laughs> and I didn't know he was supposed to be the main character yet or not. Um the second episode in, and I'm like, should I care? I feel like I should care. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about the, the main character, if you don't mind. Yeah. Because there have been Belmonts for years. Belmonts are a staple in Castlevania. Yep. That family right. has always been a family of monster killers. Yeah. Simon. Simon Belmont was the first? Yeah. So this one follows Trevor Yeah. Belmont. Yeah. And he's... I, I think the whip is really cool. I want to say that. And now, yeah. so I've only played the games a little bit. I, I'm ashamed to say, you know, I've been a long time gamer. I've never beaten a Castlevania game. I've played them over the years a little bit. They're here and there, but I don't think I've ever tough. beaten one. That whip is the coolest thing on earth. <laughs> yeah. He smacks a demon right in the face and it cracks and, and the lady looks at him and he's like, it's it's sanctified. <laughs> yeah, um, the thing that I, I discovered, because I was trying to find out, like, I'm not so much familiar with, like, the early, early Castlevania games, but apparently Trevor started in Castlevania 3. So apparently okay. they're taking notes from Castlevania 3. But as we found out in episode four, they're also throwing some Symphony of the Night in there. I was going to say, there are definitely (laughs) characters from Symphony of the Night that I recognized. Yeah. (laughs) He's very unwillingly the hero. He reminds me a lot of Constantine. Who, uh... He's talking about Trevor. Trevor, Trevor? okay, yeah, yeah. And his unwillingness, and he's kind of almost like, I've got to do this job because that's what I do. Uh, it's a very yeah. They they like, seem to yeah. convince him though. Gotta kill the demons. Like he he is convinced that he's got to do it, which I thought was really cool because, you know, he always he seemed to not care, and then, you know, he's it seems almost like he you know he realized like oh like I gotta redeem my fa- our family's name you know like I gotta do this. Right. Yeah. He's very. He's like, well, this is what my family does. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. We've been excommunicated from the church for it. <laughs> but it's still the right thing to do. Yeah. Should we go ahead and get into talking about how they talk about Christianity and portray Christianity in this? Yeah. Yes. I think you have stronger feelings about it than I do. Yeah. Uh, so, which is interesting. Okay. I think that they absolutely paint the church, Christianity in general, in the most negative light they possibly could. The Christians mm-hmm. in this are horrible human beings. And they're the causation of. The They're the reason, really. yeah. yeah. So, 
this oh man i don't want to get into any spoilers <laughs> i know but <laughs> yeah to give you an example though like yeah so one of the priests at one point we were talking about the guy that gets his eye cut out two of the priests are, are strong arming a citizen yeah trevor steps in and one of the guys like draws out a thief's dagger and he he calls it out. He's like, "That's a thief's dagger. Yeah. <laughs> What's a priest doing with a thief's dagger?" Yeah, <laughs> and they're horrible people. Yeah, I. It's really interesting to me. It's it's a Catholic church. Yeah. It, I mean, the Catholic church. Uh, the big problem with it is like, the in the beginning, at least that first episode. I looked at it. and I go, "That's not super far off of what the Catholic church would have done at that point." <laughs> right. <laughs> Which was awful. Should we go ahead and say <laughs> what they did? I, I don't want to just because it's such a. I mean, it's first five and minutes of the show. It is, yeah, yeah, that's true. I saw that and was like, whoa. Uh, so I don't want to. I don't want to give it away, but yeah. No, it was really kind of. It was a Catholic Church thing to do. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that they're not necessarily the bad guys, but they're bad guys. Yeah. Uh, but it's almost like the rest of the world is caught in a war between the church and uh, this might be going too far, but in Dracula. Uh, yeah, and so for the record, it is Vlad the Impaler. They call that out. That's historically yeah. accurate. Yes. I mean, yes, the guy that was known as Dracula was Vlad the Impaler, and they expressly mm-hmm. mention like you should probably stop putting people's heads on pots. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird because I almost you start rooting for Dracula, and you're like, oh man, I feel bad for Dracula, <laughs> and then he goes full revenge yeah. mode, yeah. and you're like, yeah. oh. I forgot your Dracula. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, here's my, here's my take on it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, I don't think the show is necessarily, like, it's kind of like Cody was saying. It's definitely, like, you know, in that time period, that is definitely what the clergy and what the church would have done. I don't think the show is necessarily painting religious people to be bad on purpose, per se. Like, uh, completely a- attacking <laughs> But I think you know they they are depicting what they would have done in that time. Like, if you can if you see something that's if they saw something that was definitely out of this world or supernatural, they would definitely you know like the way church is supposed you know the way the the cliche you know Christian or Catholic is supposed to view that kind of stuff. Back right, in the back demon, in the day, yeah, if you, you're a demon or a witch or something, if you do those things and you know th- they. The stuff that happens is definitely for the time period. I will always say this. I think it would be redeemable if they had a good Christian character. Yeah, true. And I'll say this. I think think part of the evils... So I I think part of the the thing that they wrap them up in that make them so evil is the fact that they're very almost kind of power hungry. Yeah, they were corrupt. And driven by that. They were corrupt. But I guess that's what I was trying to say. These clergymen in particular were definitely corrupt. Um, yeah, so. and, but they do it in the name of God. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so some of that comes full circle. Uh, it just, at one point, Trevor walks in when he's talking to another group. You you guys know who I'm talking about. And, mm-hmm. But he doesn't say the he doesn't say the priests or the clergy. He says, the Christians in town want to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that's where I would say, I'm kind of on Joe's side is it, I mean, I think it was pretty intentional, looking at who the director is and stuff. Oh, yeah, no, um, it, it, there probably was some intent behind that. 
But I think even even Trevor probably like I don't think he was fully aware of what was going on at the time either. Like of how convincing like we kind of see that later, like you know when the village is like, oh wait, look what we've done. You know, it was definitely the clergymen that did the convincing, like ultimately. Yeah, the people kind of realize yeah. the, we're sheep that have been led astray. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I which I'm I, I which I see as. I mean, not that what they do is very redeeming, but I do see that as a redeeming quality in the yeah. uh, in in what we saw. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I'm okay with people taking apart the church <laughs> if they show the other side. Yeah, because the church has issues, especially if you go into past church stuff. Yeah, so we're... but give me a good character so that I can, so... as a Christian, like relate to it a little bit. <laughs> well, but think about it here too. So. And anybody that's played Castlevania is going to know some of this stuff. Yeah. They, he uses holy water and a consecrated whip. I mean, that's it's basically a form of magic that's invoking holy uh, a deity. But <laughs> it, it, you know, he's basically saying there's definitely power in in the spirit. Yeah, yeah, right. I was going to mention this. One thing that I think really took me out of and this is I now that I'm remembering it was a one, big thing that made me kind of not look at it as a big deal as you did Joe was the scene where the priest is in the church that's that's why the, I'm saying it comes around full circle yes, that was a good scene yeah it was yeah. it really was I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about and I definitely don't want to spoil that for anybody that was oh okay. man that was like yeah that was what yeah, brought it that got said and I was like <laughs> so we're acknowledging that yeah. you know they're not good people they're not good yes christians yes um and i thought that was that was really nice yeah, that was i think that was powerful. the single most in terms of seeing that sort of stuff play out i was like that was probably the coolest scene in the entire four episodes yeah to we me love you yeah i agree uh, that's all <laughs> we are right. so uh yeah i wanted to talk about that just a little bit because i knew we had all we all saw it we were planning full marathon yeah this weekend of it and then ended up taking an hour and a half my time Um, (laughs) yeah i thought it was gonna be like eight to thirteen episodes and i was like you know what i'm gonna blow through it i don't care and then joe's like it's only season two's already greenlit i'm sure since it was such a weird thing they wanted to see how it did and from what i've seen it it seems to be doing really well um it feels like a prologue we probably should mention that yeah when you watch it it feels like a setup for an anime yeah season two is where stuff's really gonna go right um, yeah, every episode was really just a setup of the world that they live in. Yeah. So. Wachovia? No, that it. wasn't right. Hmm? Something like that. I was trying to remember the name of the place. I can't remember the name. Oh, I can't remember either. Uh, if you're into super gory anime, uh, check it out. If you're watching <laughs> a lot of, old 80s. A lot E-Man of dirty language. Yeah, there is. Yeah, in the language. It's R-rated like language. Acting. That yeah. be something we mentioned. That was uh, the voice acting was very natural, and yeah. for whatever reason, natural voice acting really gets me. It almost was like they were acting the scenes out and then did animation over it. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, we can move on <laughs> to something that I can't really put any input on, which makes me sad. These two saw Spider Man. <laughs> I want to see it tomorrow. But what did you guys think? Go for it, LJ. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess I'm. I have more uh, stronger opinions about it than most people. Um, but for me, it, like, I, I think it made, I, I realized this one whenever uh, Shelly was talking about it in the chat, like it's definitely a Spider-Man for today's 
generation of younger people. Like, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm only 27, but I grew up with Spider-Man in the 90s, and like I know like his high school stuff is supposed to be you know an instrumental part of the character. But right. but it should be mentioned, Denver Comic Con last year, Stan Lee said it is a spitting image of what he imagined when he made Spider-Man. Right, and and see that's cool. I mean, that's which I mean it's like. It is a good movie, but it's just I did not like it for re- for my own reasons. Like I didn't connect with it. Like I couldn't really connect with any of you know Peter's you know high school life or anything like that. Just because maybe I don't understand no. you know the way things are these days. You know in high school, you know <laughs> like he was in college in the cartoons nineties cartoons. Yeah, right? and he was in college, and whenever I got into the comics, he was already like an adult. And that's whenever like the real stuff, like that's whenever the real hardcore stuff was going down with like. Green Goblin, Venom, and Carnage. That's whenever all that stuff really goes down. Um, You'll probably not, never get a Venom Carnage. Yeah, and That's... see, that that brings me to my next point is um, I didn't like the high school cast. These people that they casted for his high school friends. And not only, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to, you know, say it was because necessarily because of the, the race stuff or anything, because they were trying, they were trying to be diverse in that. But mm-hmm. I just don't feel like these actors that they chose for these characters, which I figured out later, okay, this character is going to be this character. Like, uh, the character Ned, He um, in the comics, he is supposed to become a Hobgoblin eventually. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know that because I'm not that familiar with the comics. But, yeah. you know, I thought, oh, Ned's a neat supporting role. He's a good friend. Mm-hmm. But the Ned that they had in that movie would never be a supervillain. <laughs> yeah. If he did, he would be Kingpin or and something. And so I mean. then, then there's then there's Michelle, um, which I don't. I'm not going to say anything, but I don't care what they do. She is who they. She's the character that they intend her to be. I don't care if they spin her name or what. But um, then there's also Liz, and she plays a big part in Peter's life as well. Which I thought, you know, they they did well in trying to do that. Um, and then there's the Flash, obviously. He's this little wimp, like, cyberbully-looking dude. I'm like, oh, man, like, Peter could beat you <laughs> yeah. up. Peter could beat him up even if he didn't have powers, like, you know, like... <laughs> but I just had a big problem with that. Like, they'll never be able hmm. to bring the full potential of these actors just because... I mean, I, I like, I, I don't know all these actors. I've never seen... I probably haven't seen their work, but just I don't feel like they're going to be able to use these characters in such a way that they could. And I don't think any of those actors have ever been in anything. Exactly, before. and that's why I joked and called yeah. and called them Disney Channel actors. But Zendaya is <laughs> literally from the Disney Channel. <laughs> I've never, so I've never even heard that name before. I'd never heard that name well, until the credits rolled and people mentioned it. Neither had I until they casted her, and or until the news came out that, and I'm like, oh, okay, but like I. Like, to me, like, and I think somebody else said this pretty well on one of my posts, the movie just felt manufactured. Like, Sony had a lot of pull in it, and so I'm sure Disney did too. Like, I'm not saying it was a terrible movie, but to me it wasn't, it, to me it wasn't a good Spider-Man movie, but it was a good movie. I enjoyed okay. it. I, I think they did a good job of tying it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely get... You know Tony Stark and the Avengers Tower and all that is in there, yeah. and and what happened in the previous Avengers movies plays into this. Mm-hmm. They they give it a reason. Yeah, I I kind of feel I'm a little torn on it because you know I I watched the cartoon when I was a kid, but yeah. I've never really been into the comics or anything like that. 
So I enjoyed the movie for what it was, but at the same time, it's like I don't, I don't care if I ever see any of these other characters again. Yeah, I think that for what they did, they were okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was just it was like a bad year of high school for Peter. <laughs> exactly, and see, my, I just go ahead. I'm hearing you guys, and I think about all of the other Marvel movies where they've completely ruined characters. <laughs> uh, you got to think of like who did the who we they still ruined? haven't seen the Mandarin. Oh, like Iron Man three, Mandarin ends up being. Well, they do do the that short that... film um, about the Mandarin when where they yeah yeah, but um, I mean being like okay, so I, I joke about the whole Disney Channel thing. Uh, I was a big fan of Ultimate Spider Man on Disney XD. Like that show was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, the way they have him in the movie working with S.H.I.E.L.D., working with Tony Stark and things like that is very Ultimate Spider-Man, which I did like. I did like all the Spider-Man parts. Um, I thought that was very well done. Um, S.H.I.E.L.D. a spoiler. I didn't know he was working with S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> what I mean by S.H.I.E.L.D. is Tony Stark. I mean, you know, okay. like... <laughs> cool. But, yeah. I got excited and sad. No, 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 no. It's... Wait, wait, <laughs> I mean, basically, like, if he's working with Tony Stark, he's working with S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Now, does it for... feel like so? There's been a lot of talk that uh, on the news that this is the passing of baton. Marvel can't hold up Iron Man as the poster boy for the Marvel universe forever. Uh, is this is Spider Man going to be the next character that we really think of when we think of Marvel uh, cinematically? Um, I think everybody thinks of of Captain. Yeah, I see. I th- I Captain. don't see that. Like, I see Spider Man definitely being. A staple, mm-hmm. uh, but but I know what you're talking about because you know their contracts are running out pretty soon. Um, right. So he, I don't know. Like I just can't see him being that way. They could put him in those shoes, but again, knowing what I know from the comics and things like that, I know uh, Falcon would be the next to fill the shoes of Captain America, and they are yeah, working right. towards a new team, uh, which I I think that's definitely evident. Mm-hmm. I am super excited to see the movie. Like I said, I'm going to th- see it tomorrow. I'm torn on the bad guy. It's about two hours. It's two longer than I expected. Yeah, it's it two be. hours and 13 minutes, two, I think. Yeah, two after credit scenes, yeah. <laughs> Stay for the show. Yes. Stay for the end. Yeah. Um, it was like or else you're not a true Marvel fan. I remember the joke, but... Yeah, not a true Marvel fan with you. Don't say 15 minutes after the movie's ended. <laughs> Watch the entire <laughs> but so, everybody knows who the bad guy in this one is, right? Yes. Has that yeah. been? So I, I just want to talk about the bad guy real quick. I think yeah. the the character himself is is a good character. Mm-hmm. The fight scenes with him I didn't care for because it felt like the camera was all over the place. To yeah, me. that's true. Okay, I mean that makes sense. They're, and they're that's around, I was gonna say that's yeah that kind of fits with the character, but I don't know. I do like the character. Um, I mean, I I do like Michael Keaton's character because he's not a typical villain as they've portrayed villains in uh, Spider-Man in the in the movies anyway. Um, and especially you know, a lot of people say he's one of the best, especially for some, for some stuff that Marvel. goes down towards the end. I was like, okay. That was legit, but I won't I won't spoil what those are. But right. it, there was just something that made me go, "Oh crap, it's on now." <laughs> Did it feel? Some people have said that it's street level. Does it feel street level with nice effects? Does it feel kind of? We mean street I, level. 
so like the Netflix stuff is all street level. It's all very personal. Uh, and whereas when you're with Iron Man, it's it's this big broad story. Oh, uh, you look at Loki's like trying to conquer the world, and this was more was the villain was the villain a street level character with good guns? Well, here's my thing. I know that the the production did not feel like street level. Like it still felt right, pretty right. epic like sized, but I do know what they were trying to achieve there. Um, and yeah, like I mean, they kind of have to with, with Spider Man. You know, everything is okay. kind of street level. You know, you can't get much bigger than because he's not working with these other big superheroes in these super big events in this one. So they they do kind of achieve <laughs> achieve the street level okay. in terms of story, but I wouldn't say in terms of like scope and production. I was curious. I still would love... There was rumors a while back, and they'll probably never actually happen. Uh, I think they did mention that they really want to get it a, a reference to the Netflix shows in the next Spider-Man movie. I, I want to see Kingpin. Whew. I just want to see Kingpin. I, see, I, I, I would want to see Daredevil. I would pay to see the next one if they had Daredevil in it, because Spidey and Daredevil do work a lot together in the comics. Yeah, I would love for them to go that street-level route and have him be this big-budget but with these street-level characters. Uh, what would you guys like to see as the villain for Homecoming 2? Uh, the way they set things... The way they're kind of setting things up, it seems like they already have a pretty good idea. Um, okay. I won't say I won't say much more, um, but they kind of... They're, they're gearing towards something else, which is kind of... You know, you kind of expect that from movies these days. No... Yeah, they kind of hint at it a little bit. Yeah, and knowing knowing oh, okay. what knowing, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, just more comic references. Like I can already tell, I can already say what what they'll do, but with you know, what would you want to see that is as like a secondary villain? Um, I don't know. I, I see. I don't know where I can tread there because <laughs> just because it's well, so close. it's okay. it's so close. I mean, it's already stuff they've referenced to on like internet articles and stuff like that. But I, I, I can't really say anything because they've it's very blatant like to what they're trying to do. Okay. Cool. I will see it soon. Uh, if yeah. you guys have seen it on the listeners, if you guys have seen it already, please use it to tweet at us with the hashtag GOGCast. Let us know what you thought about Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, no spoilers, please, until... Well, no, I will have seen it already. You go right <laughs> ahead. Uh, I'll be totally Yeah, fine. and Shelly already <laughs> saw it too, for the record. Yeah, so Shelley we've saw all. She at, really liked it, from what I saw. Yeah, so whenever people hear this, they can tweet at, at us all they want about it because we've all seen it. Yeah. Hashtag GHKS. Cool. Uh, so, Joe, did you geek out about anything else throughout the week? Okay, or so it's it's month? been. I was gonna say it's been about a month. So let me kind of. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try to keep it relatively within reason here. Okay. I've played since I got out of the hospital. So I guess I, for people that don't know, I mean, people know a little bit, but I'll, I'll give you all the breakdown on what's happened. <laughs> I went into the hospital a few weeks ago. I was feeling like crap the week before. Uh, got a brown recluse bite, went to the ER. They sent me home, said there was really nothing I could do. Luckily, the brown recluse bite didn't do anything, but I started feeling like garbage after like Sunday evening, two days later after the, the bite. I uh, missed several days of work, went in back into the ER on Tuesday with a 103 fever. Mm-hmm. And they got me good to go, went back home, spent a couple more days at home, had massive headaches, 
fevers and stuff, went back to the ER, and they finally admitted me, found out I had tick fever. I'd been bit by a tick probably while I was out mountain biking. But even with all that going on, here's here's where I see God working. Mm-hmm. I was so sick for two weeks. but and, and headaches are part of all of this chaos that goes on with the tick fever and stuff. But I, I don't know if mine were particularly bad or if they were just trying to figure stuff out or what. But they put me through a CT scan, found something, which I wasn't really that worried about. But then they put me through an MRI and said, the doctor came in and said, you have a tumor on your pituitary gland. Which is and in the head. Yes. It's right over, right above my eyes, basically. So his concern was, you know, if this thing's too big, it's going to start pressing down on your optic nerve, screwing with your vision, all that sort of stuff. They ran some blood work and stuff and found out it's called a prolactinoma. It's got a lot of crazy effects that it can do. I have a uh, an appointment set up with an endocrinologist now for about three more weeks away. And I'm, I've already been discharged for over a week. So I'm in a smaller town. There's only one specialist in town, and it's super hard to get into them. So uh, depending on how that goes, uh, they said they, they think it can be like 95% cured with oral medication. But if it can't be, I need to go see a neurosurgeon in Little Rock that, that may have to discuss surgery. That said, you know, God used me being sick as a dog for two weeks to get me in there right. so somebody uncovered all this. And I, th- I want to thank the community, everybody that prayed for me and my family while all that was going on. It was chaotic. I, I put in for vacation like three months ahead of time. It was during that weekend that I was in the ER. Yeah, it was like my, right my, after. <laughs> yeah, so like my family was coming down anyway, and then I got admitted to the hospital. Well, I ended up burning two days of vacation in the hospital, so I don't get that back. But yeah, because we all that talked said, a little bit about it on the podcast, but I tried. I didn't know how much you wanted said. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, I didn't play much while I was in the hospital. I ended up, once I started feeling better in the hospital, I took my 3DS in there and used mm-hmm. my phone to connect like as a mobile hotspot, jumped on my 3DS and downloaded a game called Ever Oasis. It's oh. an RPG, but you're building an oasis. So like you go out into the world, like you wake up every day, you people wander into your oasis, you complete tasks for them, and then they say, okay, well, I'm willing to stay in your town. Huh. And then when they stick around long enough, they can build shops. Or you can build shops for them. That sounds a little bit and like so, uh, Dragon Quest Builders in a way. I've not played that. But this, this is pretty cool. So, like, you know, you build up your town and you build up all these shops and stuff, which draw more and more people in. And then you can take people from your town, party up with them, and go out into the world and almost like a... It's, it's kind of a third-person behind-the-back RPG adventure where you can travel to caves and stuff. Find more and more people out in the world. It is it is a really neat game. It looks cool. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking. If you've still got a 3DS and you're looking for stuff to play, I think it's definitely one that you should you should check out. I've had a lot of fun with it. Is it a it full price me, game? It is a full price game. Yeah, I mean it's it is the newest major. I mean I think Nintendo's name is on this one. Yeah, it is. Okay. But it's definitely fun, and if you got a 3DS and you're still looking for stuff to play, it's worth your time. And it's super kid-friendly. Like, I wouldn't be worried about kids, you know, a five- or six-year-old taking this and having a blast with it. Yeah. 
Uh, I've also been playing Valkyria Revolution. I've been trying to play that one for review for the site, but that is a long game. I finished two chapters, and there are ten chapters in that game. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I've probably put ten to fifteen hours into it. It's fairly long. Those Valkyria the games missions, are good, too. Well, so these themselves, like, I'm not convinced that I... They give you the option to grind up levels and, and do all kinds of stuff like that. I'm not convinced I need any of it. Because <laughs> I'm just chewing through everything that I try to fight. Oh, wow. Straight up. Uh, I'm not sold on the story yet. It's kind of had some interesting twists and turns. It's very anime, though. I mean, you've got all of your... Like, here's your rich your rich prissy boy that's that's thinks highly <laughs> of himself more than everybody else and... <laughs> Here's the dismissive lady that doesn't care about anything. You know, that sort of stuff. It's all tropey. But it, I'm having fun with it. Next Machina, we've got a review of that up on the site now. Yeah, it just dropped like mm-hmm. today, I think. The The review just hit, yeah. yeah. I have played through all of the missions on easy. That game is tough. Which, it is tough. And <laughs> easy gives you infinite continues. Oh, man, I need to do that then. <laughs> Why am I playing on normal? <laughs> that game but is But even with... I was going to say, even with easy mode, you know, I, so I was very meticulous about trying to make sure I found all of the, rescued all the humans and stuff. Yeah. And I would get to the end of the level and be like, I still missed 15 humans. <laughs> How in the world? Like, I found everything I could find. So, yeah. it's going to be super deep and very replayable. Yeah. It, the music's great. It's awesome. That's a great game for sure. I downloaded the soundtrack. I've been listening to it at work. <laughs> and I got into an MMO. A guy from work coaxed me into it, and I've been playing it for the last two or three days. Final Fantasy XIV. Fourteen is really good. I have a thaumaturgist. I guess that's how you pronounce that. I don't know. I'm going to go with a black mage. I wanted to be a damage dealer, a distance damage dealer. Okay. And so, once I hit level 30 with the thaumaturgist, I can job class upgrade, I guess, into a black mage. Oh, cool. But they just released the newest expansion. Storm Blood, yeah, Bloodstorm, and my buddy has been playing it for since I've known him years. <laughs> he comes to work talking about it all the time, so I was finally like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna give this a try, and I ended up putting like 15 or 20 hours into it. Yeah, over the weekend, it's the only thing I played. <laughs> so, yeah, I hit level 20 last night. I should be able to get a chocobo mount pretty soon. Nice. But Final Fantasy, okay, all right. <laughs> Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age, oh, yeah. releases this week. Yeah. And Final Fantasy XII is my favorite Final Fantasy. So I'm going to be playing that. <laughs> it's it's an HD remaster of the Japanese version of the game that has classes, kind of class-specific stuff. I need to try that. I haven't played it myself. I've had it pre-ordered and downloaded uh, for a long time. Nice. Waiting, Just waiting for it to unlock tonight. <laughs> Uh, I do want to talk about one other thing on my geek out before I hit the gaming news and stuff, though. Arms. You all discussed it on the last few episodes. I wanted yeah. to get my two cents in on this. Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> arms is terrible. <laughs> Don't go buy arms if you haven't already. <laughs> do not. You know, what LJ was saying, he and I talked a little bit before I got sick, and, and we kind of agreed on the points at that point in time, you know. It's like, okay, hopefully this will get better as they release more content because they've said they're going to release a ton of content. Yeah. The game that they launched with, though, is not worth $60. It's not. The game that they launched with is not worth $40 in my mind. (laughs) It's literally the same 
thing with every character over and over. There's only one single-player mode. So unless... I could see it being fun in a party if you got a, a group of people to play with. If you were going to do that one time. That's not yeah. something like Halo or, or Smite where you're going to come back to it time and time again, though. So please, if you haven't burned your money on it yet... I would encourage you not to. Don't buy arms. Play the Switch with your feet if you have to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it just... Uh, for what it is, it's okay. I haven't played there it is since no the longevity. I bought it. I haven't either. <laughs> I thought about firing it up in the hospital because I took my Switch and I was like, no, I'm not. That'll just no. make you more sick. <laughs> That's... Yeah. So I, I just... Ever Oasis was a much better choice. I got a lot more fun out of it. Cool. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and move into the gaming news. Actually, let's go ahead and do the pull list since I started on it already. I mentioned Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age. I think that's yeah. only coming out for PS4. Yeah. I could be wrong. Oh, wow. But I would encourage you, like, I know a lot, everybody's got their own Final Fantasy game that's their favorite. Twelve is mine, and the fact that it got an HD remaster and some mechanic tweaks makes me very excited. <laughs> so, I cannot wait. Bosch, Von, uh, Bosch and, and Balthier and, and Fran and all those, those. It's my favorite cast of characters. So, uh, Black the Fall comes out this week. It's kind of like Insider Limbo, but it takes place in a Soviet Russia. So you're kind of a, I think it said a machinist that's yeah. kind of trying to make his break out of Soviet I Russia. I actually uh, got a copy for a Marista review, uh, I think a week or two ago when you were, you were still down for a little while. Um, so okay. that we, um, hopefully he's been playing that. Um, we should have a review uh, pretty soon. Okay, cool, awesome. Leap of Fate comes out this week on the PS4. I'm not sure about other platforms. It's an isom. I looked it up. It's an isometric, you know, kind of top-down twin-stick shooter, but it's a rogue light. So it's almost got like a a deck shuffling system in it, huh. and the no levels way. that you play through are based on how the cards fall. Oh, kind of like almost oh, like Hand shuffle. of Fate, kind of. Sort of looks a little hand of fate-ish, but your levels are totally based on the shuffle of the cards. Is it like a shooting game, sci-fi, fantasy, or? It has a kind of a steampunk cyber a cyberpunk feel to it. You said mm. steampunk. I'm sold. <laughs> I start. I started to say steampunk. It's, it's more okay. cyberpunk. Yeah, That's it's still cyberpunk is cool. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's like a cyberpunk twin stick shooter is what it feels like. Huh. This is cool. Yeah, and then Mr. Shifty, which. LJ reviewed on the Switch. I reviewed it on PC, actually. Oh, okay. okay. I think we were going to so get a copy on the Switch, but they said they only had PC copies available. Okay, that's right. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, that's cool. We got to review that up on the site. That comes out on PS4 this week. And Minecraft Story Mode Season 2, Episode 1. So they're doing a second season of that. It must have done fairly well out of the gate. <laughs> Which is crazy, because it had like, big actors in it. You'd think it'd be really expensive. Yeah. Like Patton Oswalt. Well, it's a telltale. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, so those are the big releases of the week. I, I want to bring this up. I don't know if we're going to be doing it this podcast, but coming up next podcast or this one, I'm not sure. If you go into the show notes, you want any of these games, um, buy them through links that we, we – if you're buying them. And don't do not do it if you're not. But if you plan on buying them anyways and you're going to get like a hard copy, uh, we're going to start doing Amazon affiliate links uh, for the notes. And that means that if you go and you click the link and you buy the game through the link that we provided, and it'll send you to Amazon, it, it's not going to be more money. Uh, it's not going to cost more. It's just 
because it's through us, yeah. uh, we'll actually end up getting helped out of you buying a game you were going to buy anyways. Um, for the for the record, I um, I just wanted to let you guys know real quick. Um, Amazon does have digital codes. Okay. Uh, for um, oh nice. Yeah, you can actually buy digital codes on Amazon if you don't like going through the services on Perfect. the consoles or whatever. Um, so if you want to buy, I, was a like, I don't know how many people are going to buy hard copies off Amazon anymore. So that's really. I was cool. say, I didn't know that that was a thing. Like I always buy my stuff digitally. Now that I know that Amazon does that, like I will actually use the our own affiliate links. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would um, it'd be interesting. Yeah, because you can buy a digital code off of Amazon. I actually did that for Arms at the time. Speaking okay. of Arms, um, but yeah, if there is a digital code uh, for that game on Amazon, you can still use that link if we have it. Cool. Yeah, easy, free way that you can help us, and it actually will make money. It's. But seriously, don't buy Arms. <laughs> yeah, don't buy that. <laughs> Even if we, we give you an affiliate link, don't buy it. We will not yeah. link to Arms. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm super excited for that to come up. Uh, we can start doing that. I think that'd be really cool. Anyways, in the news. Yeah. So in the news, they announced today <laughs> there's going to be a white PS4 Pro launching with Destiny 2, a kind of a bundle together. So if you're looking to get in a PS4 Pro, or you're looking to get Destiny 2, and possibly a new PlayStation, uh, it sounds like they're coming out with a bundle a white for you. Console? People do it over the... Uh, hey, I had a white Xbox 360. And then I got my like, black Xbox 360 and was so much happier. But still. <laughs> I just look at like my NES and how yellow it is. And I didn't even like... Right. There was no smoke in the house. I don't know where the yellow comes from. It just, it just weathers like, over time. Yeah, that yeah. was a thing. Uh, there was a joke about the Super NES like being yellow like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, um, so the, I would imagine the white doesn't the stay white after a few years. <laughs> but not that many people keep their consoles anymore. It's very much like a sell your console, get the new one. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I, I like I'm trying to collect them very slowly. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. white's cool. They they look classy, I guess. I, I'm okay having just solid black. You know, the matte black. I don't want the shiny stuff because all the dust collects on it and it drives me nuts. Yeah. They have. Yeah. N64s in Japan were a black black and not the gray, the dark gray that they are here in America. Oh, yeah. And I think they look so cool. <laughs> but I don't know if I've ever had like a Japanese N64, if it would be region locked in any way or... I can't because it's not online. I wouldn't think. But I don't know. I don't know yeah. what it would do with languages and stuff. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have an MMO that you guys were interested in called Wild West yeah. Online. I've yeah. been to talk about this. Yeah, so <laughs> <Yeah>. they, <laughs> they showed a new trailer that showed off a little bit of stuff about what the yeah, game's really going to have like in gameplay. it. gameplay. Yeah. They called it a trailer. I, they didn't I have it. less than zero interest in this game. <laughs> <laughs> so on it's, Cody's request, we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone's watched Westworld, um, we're going to talk about that a little bit when we get into the TV news. I like Westworld. In Westworld, you start off in the railroad, at the railroad. And I thought it was really interesting. This is an alpha right now, I believe. Uh-huh. Or the alpha is releasing soon. Uh, the server that they were using was called Dolores. And hmm. when you enter Dolores, every town that you enter in, every server, uh, you start off at a railroad. And okay. looking at it, it felt like it's Westworld uh, online. Like... You go in, 
except Westworld Online would be probably with actual robots and stuff and would be a crazy game. But it's kind of the same concept that Westworld is in a video game MMO form. What were you going to say? You look like you are about to... Oh. Me? Yeah. Oh. You like over your well, Wild West stuff has never appealed to me at all. Like, I cared mm-hmm. nothing for Red Dead Redemption. Everybody hails it as, as a glorious game. And one, I don't like Rockstar. Two, oh, yeah. I don't like any of Rockstar's games. And three, <laughs> I don't care for the Wild West stuff. So okay. I'm, I'm so uninterested in, in Red Dead Redemption 2. So, I... I think it was Gun that got me into Westerns. Uh, Western stuff. I mean, not only that, my parents watched Western movies a lot, but Gun was my jam on Xbox. Yeah, and the game seems really thought out. Like, LJ and me were really excited about. You're watching the trailer, and they're doing a bounty. Uh, and I think this is really cool too. Is that you can? I'm tangenting, uh, <laughs> but you can if you do enough bad stuff, you get caught stealing enough stuff, you'll end up on the bounty list. But part of the game is getting bounties, and yeah. so this guy goes out to do his bounty. And there's a, it's middle of the night. There's someone in the tent with the lamp, so you can see his shadow through the tent. And they end up getting the guy through that tent. I thought that was yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, the physics of it blew my mind. Like, the lighting was, like, accurate enough to project that guy's shadow through the tent. He takes his rifle and bam, shoots the dude and he's done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. It feels like a Wild West. I don't know. I just, I'm excited about it. It's a first person shooter. Yeah. So that's cool. MMO with his first-person shooter. Yeah. Um, but it's not always first-person. When he was riding his horses and stuff, it, it goes out. You can change clothing since it's MMO, so you want to change any way you want. Um, there's saloons where you can do saloon stuff. Uh, like drink whiskey and punch people. <laughs> drink whiskey, punch people, gamble. <laughs> um, it is probably going to be part of, kind of like a rated M for mature game, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. They look up to the top floor, and they were like, and do other activities. And it's got, like, a picture of a dress as one of the options. Uh, so you can kind of... You could derive that, or you're too young to derive that, and I won't say anymore. So there's... <laughs> I'm like, it's probably... That gave me kind of the tone of where... It's probably a rated M for mature game. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's a stupid implementation, but whatever. Um, the rest of it looks fun. So. Yeah, it does. And I didn't know it was a thing. I haven't heard about this at all until now. Yeah, that's it's been pretty low key. I've not heard much about it until I saw the headline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there was nothing at E3 as far as I know, where I probably would have been geeking out about it then. Maybe yeah. they waited because they're a smaller thing um, for E3 to get over. Yeah. Um, moving on, this this is really wild to me. So, you know Wild-wise. the song "The Wanderer." I am the yeah. wanderer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the wanderer. So yeah. <laughs> the guy that the guy that sings that song just. I don't know if he just found out or whatever. You know, the guy's like 75 or 80 years old. Right. He saw the commercial for Fallout 4 where they're playing that and the guy's wandering the wasteland, you know, killing a bunch of people. He's doing... So the word that that the lawsuit is using is repugnant stuff. And so, you know, all this quote-unquote repugnant stuff is happening to his... You know, going on while his song is being played. Yeah. Isn't the song about being like a player? I roam around, 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 yeah. around. I... Isn't it about getting around? Oh, I never took that away from <laughs> it, but I don't know. It maybe probably like, is. Maybe I'm just a terrible human being, but that was what <laughs> I gathered. It, it probably is. I mean, I never gathered that either, but I kind of figured that's what it 
could be. I might be wrong. I might be. He's going to sue me now. <laughs> <laughs> so he's suing Bethesda, and what he claims, you know, he's his music belongs to a, another license. The company kind of has certain rights to his music or whatever, to sell his music or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I guess there was some sort of bylaw in his contracts that... I'm not wrong, but I'll let you finish, and then I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay, my understanding is that if, if there was some sort of... Uh, questionable content that his music was going to be used with they had to consult him first oh okay so they had to let him know yeah and they they apparently failed to do that oh all right so just real quick the lyrics i'm the type of guy who will never settle down where pretty girls are you know that i'm around i kiss him and love him because to me they're all the same <laughs> yeah. okay i hope i squeeze him uh and they don't even know my name Okay, awesome. yeah, never this mind. Is, <laughs> That's pretty um, repugnant. <laughs> there's Flo on my left, and there's Mary on my right, and JD is a girl. Well, then I'll be with... Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, clearly, man. I never paid attention to the words. I mean, like... <laughs> clearly. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I couldn't remember, because it, it had been a while since I had listened to that song myself, because when that game was out, I, I had that playlist going on Spotify. Yeah, I'm just but. glad that I'm not like I did just take the song further along. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am I just it's, an awful human? I mean, we're the ones who look terrible because we're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> we never paid attention to that song that was popular when my parents were young. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, I don't want to, I'm like, it's a good song. Uh, obviously not lyrically, but it yeah. was like, it's a catchy tune. Yeah. Uh, I, I prefer Uranium Fever anyway. Uranium Fever. <laughs> I, this loss is repugnant because he's killing monsters, but not repugnant because of its lyrics. Yeah. I think killing oh, monsters man. is way more noble than uh, sleeping yeah, around. Yeah, I agree. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, wow. I just thought that was something. Yeah, that was fun <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> Things you don't think you'll hear on a Christian podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So finally, here's here's something I think is actually pretty cool. I don't know what the legality on it is, but the fan there's a fan made uh, Mega Man type game like Mario Maker called Mega Maker coming out sometime this week. I don't know where to get it from, but we'll include the link uh, to the story in the show notes. I bet Probably you're a all PC over thing. That, it sounds super cool to be able to build your own <laughs> Mega Man levels. I'd make Mega Man a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> that game's supposed to be hard, though. Like, oh, that's I know. How, that's how Mega Man's going to have no cliffs. It's just going to be a straight line with monsters. Well, <laughs> you start out, you start out oh, the level, man. you jump on one platform, and then there's the open gate man. into the boss room. Imagine what those sadistic people making Mario levels would do with a Mega Man maker. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't know Mario mechanics could work the way that they could until some of that stuff came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People think Super Meat Boy's hard. Nope. No, not compared to... No. That's it for gaming news, though. What about you, LJ? Okay, uh, let me pull up my notes here again real quick. Um, so, the things I'm geeking out about, um, Cody goes, what? Whenever he first saw this, uh, I start, I've been replaying uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah, and I think like, it's what? wow, <laughs> yeah. And so I think it's a combination because me and my buddies have, or me and a particular buddy of mine have been talking about things like Sea of Thieves, um, Skull and Bone, because he's a big fan of like pirate stuff. And then so the whole talk of Assassin's Creed coupled with that, um, like he, I think, yeah, he ended up getting 
Black Flag on the sale, and I'm like, oh, well, I already have that game. Like, yeah, maybe I'll play some of that as well. And um, going back to it, it's been real awesome. And the way we look at it is, you know, it's barely an Assassin's Creed game. It's so much pirate <laughs> stuff. And I think even Kenway, I don't, I mean, it's, the game's years old now. He doesn't even become an assassin until, like, the very end of the game. Are you really <laughs> excited for the uh, Pirates game that Ubisoft's making? Yeah, Skull and Bone. I think it's going to be cool. Like, it's all the... I know it's all the naval combat stuff, but I mm-hmm. really love the naval naval combat in uh, Black Flag. Like, you taking down other ships, uh, making the them a combat. part of your... <laughs> um, yeah, and so... <laughs> and so, you're, you know, you're taking out other ships, you, you're, you, you can repair your own ship with it, um, you can uh, take the cargo, and then you can even make it a part of your a part of your fleet, which you send out missions on and stuff. And um, this is in Black Flag, but um, and like taking out forts and all that, like it's just so fun. Like I hardly ever spend time on land unless I'm doing a mission or something. Um, but Skull and Bone is going to be Spoken all like a the... true pirate. <laughs> yeah, and Skull and Bone is going to be all of the ship stuff, like it's, like with multiplayer combat and all that, and. Um, me and my buddy are already talking about what kind of ship classes we're going to be, and I'm going to be the, the ship that, um, there's a class of ship, I forget what it's called, but it's meant to, like, ram into people, to, like, do, okay. like, massive damage. So I'm going to be the guy that's going to run in there going full speed, going, ah, get him, and, you know, and ramming into enemy ships, while my buddy's probably going to be, like, big marauder with, like, cannons and stuff, and, you know, just, like, destroying them after I do that big damage. Okay. Um, but... For Black Flag, we've we've just been having a blast replaying it. Um, we've been using the costumes that don't look like assassins costumes. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've been I I started playing. Um, I made a playlist on Spotify with all the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtracks. Oh yeah. And so I've been playing that as I play the game. <laughs> That's the one and, that had all the sea shanties in it, right? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. see. I do love the shanties. Like when they, like I'll. I'll, like, push pause sometimes just to hear them sing the shanties and stuff yeah. like that, and, uh, um, just on a quiet, and then, so, the last thing I'll say, um, about Black Flag is, uh, there's something that, uh, I didn't really notice until, uh, we were playing, he and I were playing at the same time, and I found a white whale, and the white whale is the biggest whale in the game, you can go hunt whales and sharks, and so, I was like, whoa, like, how did I get this, and apparently it said, like, um, six hours left, and I go, wait, is this like a community event? And so I looked it up on, on Google, and apparently if you and your friend are playing at the same time, if it appears in one friend's game, it'll appear in yours, and what it, the likelihood of you catching it increases while you're playing together. Oh, or, you well, need to get on that, man. Well, yeah, I already did. Huh. We, we did get it. Um, oh, cool. So, I mean, not pl- I don't want to say playing together. You have to be playing at the same time. Um, but I did catch the white whale. That dude is hard if you're not uh, upgraded. But um, you throw spears and harpoons at him and stuff to take him out. And um, it gives you a ton of gold if you sell the skin. Um, but that was really cool. I just didn't know like that game had something like that. I was like, wow, this is really neat. Okay. Huh. Um, so, yeah, I've been enjoying my time going back to Black Flag. And then um, another thing I've been, a, re- a recent hobby I've been getting to is a model building. And uh, not model cars, but uh, model Gundams. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Like, I never wanted to really... I was nervous about getting into it because I'm like, if this is anything like model cars, these pieces are going to be super tiny. You're going to have to glue them together, do all that stuff. 
But uh, these ones, I mean, they're still pretty small pieces, and they are, you know, they are, um, they are tough to build. But everything snaps together. You don't have to glue anything together. Um, but I got a Death Scythe uh, from Endless Waltz, uh, Gundam Wing, the, the movie. So okay. he's got he's got the bat wings and stuff, and uh, I haven't finished building him. But apparently, when you're done, you can have the the wings like out like a bat, like he does in the movie. Or you can fold him over him over his chest like a like a cloak. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, so he's got this big old scythe and everything. It's it's been pretty fun to build. I already got the arms, the legs, and the head built. Um, and so like it's just been really fun. Like I jammed out to music the other day on Spotify. You know, just and then I it was like got super late and I go, oh, I gotta go to bed. I got work in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so that was. Uh, my experience with that. Uh, my buddy got one the next day, and he, as soon as he got home, he built his in like three hours. I said, "Dude, you need to chill." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that that was some good fun. And then um, I won't talk about it too much because I talked about it last time. But uh, I've still been watching The Flash season three, and um, I'm so amazed with where this season's going. Um, I've gotten to the point um, where. Um, they've already figured out who Alchemy is, and you already know who the big, big bad enemy is, um, as far as a Savitar goes. Um, my favorite thing, what they're doing with, uh, is what they're doing with Caitlyn Snow, uh, with her character, because they're actually going into the Killer Frost stuff, and it got You're outside pre- of my... Huh? You're outside of my knowledge realm right now? <laughs> I know, Cody's doing something else. Uh, looks like over there so <laughs> oh called out no well because i was like it was very quiet and i'm sitting here talking I about like, the flash I, I, like, I, don't, I don't know yeah I, i've not watched Flash. <laughs> cody would be yeah. like i was kind of surprised like you know i figured you'd be the one to respond to that one <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, i was looking at something i know um. <laughs> no but um i was what i was saying is i was watching the flash uh, season three still and um, <laughs> and so my favorite thing is um, what they're doing with that one is what they're doing with with Caitlyn, and yeah. how they're making her go down the uh, Killer Frost route, um, which I did not expect them to really do, I guess. But um, really, I mean, I, I like I knew they were going knew to. Who she was. Like I didn't. I knew they were going to. Like like I know they did it in that alternate Earth, but yeah. I didn't think they were actually going to do it uh, this soon. She's a weird Killer Frost. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. See, the, like I thought they're jumping into that fairly quickly. I was like, oh wow. But then again, the whole thing with Flashpoint is how it affected so much, right? And so things of like, I love how instead of staying in Flashpoint very long, they're dealing with more of the effects from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's um, which is interesting. That they yeah, don't have like a they yeah. in Flashpoint and get to see all the differences. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what what gets me about that is how everybody is like, they're mad at him. They're legitimately upset with him because, you know, he like he's telling them like, yeah. I changed your lives, and so they're like, well, wait a minute, like you know, who are you to have this ability? Who are you to just go back and change something when you want when you feel like it? Like right? Like I was like, man, that's pretty deep. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my experience with the Flash. I'm really digging that. Uh, okay, so um, to move us along, we do have uh, some movie news, and uh, I'm not familiar with some of this, especially um, the whole Pokemon thing. Apparently, 
uh, Misty and Brock are not going to be in the new Pokemon movie. Yeah. I saw um, something about that. Like, And apparently, isn't it like a rehash of uh, like the like the early stuff? Or no? Right. It's Kanto Region. It's, uh, you know, it's the first season of Pokemon. Oh, okay. From the movie form. Really? And, but it's not going to have Brock or Misty in it. It's got a bunch of new Pokemon, which is really weird. That is um, weird. It really just kind of reboots uh, how Ash met Pikachu. Hmm. My biggest disappointment isn't Ash and Misty, though. It's the fact that Pikachu isn't chubby. What? Pikachu used to be really chubby yeah. in the original anime. And I would love for them to have made him chubby and then made it so that, like, him training was him getting stronger. And <laughs> See, um, I never noticed a thing about Pikachu. I thought they all looked the same, to be honest. Huh? There's definitely... I, I, I remember the old chubby old Pikachu. Pikachu was yeah. chubby yeah. and adorable. Okay, I, I uh, guess well, like, like I guess like seeing like where he like picks him up and stuff like that in that first episode. I guess he is, but I never really yeah. like looked at, at it that deeply. <laughs> he looked closer to he did in the video games. Like you look at Pokemon Yellow, oh, okay, very rounded, um, <laughs> and now he's got like a neck, and he didn't have a neck before. Um, <laughs> but not having... <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> neck. How about that? <laughs> but... Wow. <laughs> not having Brock and Misty just seems to be such a slap in the face to the like the original. And then even like, the why new not Pokemon. just make Pokemon Origins again or yeah. do something with that? Um, if you're not gonna have Ash and I love Pokemon Origins, part of his weird team. Yeah. Um, but then again, I don't really know if I care about this movie that much. I want to. It sounds cool. Yeah, but I mean, Pokemon the, the news is there so for people better. that. Are definitely care you know like i mean I, I like pokemon but i'm not the biggest fan a buddy of mine is yeah. a die hard pokemon fan and is just just eats it all up um but yeah apparently that's some big news and apparently these two other characters that they're including are characters that show up later in the series right i'd be more excited for it if it wasn't pokemon origins yeah. i like pokemon origins Gave me what I want, and now I just want more of that. <laughs> yeah, and we only got a couple episodes of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a movie. I don't know. It'll be cool. It looks like it's the first big-budget movie in a while that they've done. Um, I don't know if it's hit in theaters or not, but... It's the 20th making... Pokemon movie. Yeah. 20th anniversary. Oh, okay. I thought it was the 20th movie. I go, oh, wow. No, I mean, that wasn't surprising <laughs> They made a lot of movies. Um, but, yeah, 20th anniversary. They're also doing kind of in the same realm for Pokemon Go. I don't know if anyone still plays that, but uh, I think it's for the anniversary of Pokemon Go. They're doing Ash Ketchum's hat wearing yeah. Pikachu. Yeah. We were calling him uh, earlier. A buddy of mine ca- caught it, and he called him Gangsta Chew, and I called him, uh, I, I was like, no, it's Pika Scent. Chew. And then and the <laughs> other one's like, no, it's Chupac. <laughs> Chupac. <laughs> <laughs> I think they need to just stop giving Pikachu all this crazy crap. <laughs> oh, it's, Le- it's Libre. Characters. It's Libre Pikachu. <laughs> all right. No, so Pikachu. go die in a fire. You're not a Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's harsh. <laughs> do we need to? Do we need to beep that out? We probably. It'd be really want weird if you played a Pokemon game and you found a fighting type po- Pikachu. Electric fighting Pokemon. I'm interested. I really hated that <laughs> character being in that game. That, yeah. that was absolutely the most lame thing. Like, 
Here's a Pokemon fighting game. We have 700 Pokemon, but we're including Pikachu twice. I still think with as obscure of choices that they went with, it would have been really cool if every single Pokemon in that game were fighting Pokemon, fighting types. Yeah. 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 If they have got enough fighting types, that would have been really, really weird. Uh, like a fighting <laughs> Hitmontop, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan. Yeah. Yeah. Machop, I, Machoke, Machamp. I mean, you'd probably go more broad. There's so many Pokemon now, but you get some yeah. more of a different type, so it would be a fighting dark Pokemon and a fighting yes. yeah. grass type. And really, like, I think that's the way they should have done that. Especially yeah. since they got random Pokemon anyways. Anyway, uh, moving on to something uh, even more ridiculous. Um, so, <laughs> the director of Fa- uh, Fast and the Furious franchise um, says he wouldn't th- he wouldn't rule out the idea of them going to space. Well, um... <laughs> Does that surprise anyone? No. I've not watched any of the movies. <laughs> I- I've seen the first no. movie. Oh, man. And I liked it, but I haven't watched anything since. So liked... The first three are about cars. <laughs> and then after that, they are superhero movies without superheroes. Yeah. That sounds much. like <laughs> nothing. They're almost... Like, you know what's funny is we were talking about G.I. Joe last week. They're almost G.I. Joe level stuff now. Like Yeah. <laughs> like I, It was two movies ago. Dwayne Johnson's character. Because I don't know any of their actual names in the movies. I just know they're like actors' names. Dwayne <laughs> Johnson takes like a minigun from a helicopter... That's okay. He he basically redirects he redirects a torpedo in the newest one. Like he he's sitting there <laughs> on top of this big uh, sitting uh, like hanging out of this big rig truck, and this missile's coming at one of the other guys. And he sits there and like grabs it and redirects it at something else. Like I'm like, dude, like that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna go. Uh, they're gonna go race on the moon. It's gonna happen. There's gonna oh, be a yeah. fight scene on the moon. Somebody's going to get body slammed and checked into space. (laughs) Instead of Moonraker, it's going to be Moon Racer. (laughs) They're not going to wear helmets. They're just going to be able to breathe Yeah, for some reason. And we're just going to be okay with it. Everything's going to seem normal. That's not confirmed, but uh, (laughs) the director is, uh, like, he got asked and he said that, yeah, they would, like, they wouldn't rule it out. (laughs) In his quote, he says, uh, I haven't seen the script for Dom on Mars, but... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, more characters. like dumb on Mars. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so in all they're gonna go fight all, the Guardians of the Galaxy. In all silliness, that's pretty crazy. Um, silliness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do, I, I do kind of, you know, they're dumb action movies. I, I did like them a little bit better um, when they started doing all this stuff. They're just fun. They're good movies. Yeah. I mean, they're terrible movies. They're Transformer level <laughs> ridiculous. So if you like the Transformers movies, you like Fast and Furious. I, I did like the newest one. It was, it was story wise and things like that. Like it, they did, they did a pretty good job, but they're still silly. Um, yeah. So let's get into some seriousness, uh, I suppose. As serious as you can take Jurassic Park, because uh, <laughs> Jurassic World Two has wrapped up filming. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know much details about this. Whether there, I know the significance is that they've uh, put out the title, which is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, which I don't I understand. Think it could be outside the park, from what I gathered watching the first movie. Yeah, it could be. I'm really not sure where they would go with it. We're um, gonna have war raptors. 
and the uh... yeah, like war raptors <laughs> Afghanistan or something. Oh, that was really man. weird. Um, but the slogan for that is uh, Ian Malcolm's uh, quote is uh, "Life finds a way." So I think you are right. They probably are going to end up outside of the park somehow, or something's going to happen. Um, and then know. Chris Pratt, I mean Star Lord, is going to come down, <laughs> and he's going to train the Raptors, and they're all going to come home, and it's going to be a good time. <laughs> um, what yeah, if so... it turns into Godzilla? What if it's like a prequel? Lost World, Lost movies, World but... already did the Godzilla thing and put a T Rex in San Fran- uh, San Diego. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the reason why when you said that they're going to be off the island, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth because that was terrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's happening. Um, there are were set photos, I think, and uh, all that stuff. Um, cool. So yeah, that's about it for the movie news. Yeah. Uh. I finally, what I'm geeking out about, I probably should, that was a terrible transition, uh, finally started watching Doctor Who. Um, Who? The Doctor. The Doctor. Um, Which Doctor? This last, this last season is almost over, I think. Doctor what? So annoying. That's what one of the characters. Who's on like, first? What? <laughs> I think we're on like what, She's 12th like, here, 10th? I don't know. It's no, the 10th season. I was talking about huh? Doctor. Oh. Oh, no, it's uh, 12, Doctor. Okay, yeah, I was, just, I was correct. I got yeah, lucky. 9 there. is Eccleston. <laughs> 10 is Tenet. 11 is Smith. And 12 is Capaldi. Um, and Capaldi's been good. Bill, I'm very happy that I like her character. Uh, I didn't think that I would. Um... Just from what I saw with the commercials, she didn't seem like a... Brought me back to Rose Tyler, who I didn't like. I, I will say, <laughs> like, I'll say, I didn't think that Rose Tyler was that Rose great Rose Tyler's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he... Never mind, that almost spoiled something. <laughs> See, this, this is out of my wheelhouse. I have not. I've yeah. maybe watched, I've maybe watched five episodes. Rose Tyler was the first... Was the first companion. Um, that's coming out with the first... She was the uh, first companion back from the break. Right. Um, and Billy Piper, she's the one that plays Rose Tyler. I just she got better towards Tenet, um, as far as acting goes. But that first season was so rough. Uh, as she's far as the a acting went. She's a flipping crybaby whiner, do what she wants anyway. Oh, she's this guy that's wolf. only been around for like infinity, and he can travel to any time period in history. Tells you to stay put. You don't pout and run away. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so she is the worst. Feelings. <laughs> She's um, literally the worst. But as, as far as acting goes, I felt like I was going to get the same style of oh. acting from... Uh, I don't remember Bill's name, the one who's playing Bill. Uh, she's she's a gay character that probably is important for some Christian listener. Um, they play that out, but it's not... I don't. I don't think it's ever done. It's not like a huge focus. I hate that it's a focus on her character. Um, it's not, and I'm, I'm sure like four people who are gay, it's probably a really big deal. Um, but I don't. It's just not an interesting character piece to me. Like, I didn't think that it was all that interesting when um, was it Harper or whatever his name is. He was the guy that like likes everyone. He becomes. 
the face of Bo. Captain Jack? Captain Jack. You just gave a major... F- oh. Eh. <laughs> whatever. Uh. <laughs> whatever. I'll whatever you. Well, but, like, with that, it was the... The comedy relief was the fact that he wasn't just, like, gay, but he liked everything. Um, yeah. It was a comedy relief. And so... I just, like, it, it's not a very big character piece to me. I don't look at someone as being straight as a character piece. Um, and we haven't seen any kind of relationship come out of it, so it hasn't been... I don't know. It's just, it's a weird thing. I think they, like, say that she's gay, and then kind of move on with it. Um, it was funny. There's an episode with the Pope. Um, I think it's in the commercials. But she's on, like, a date trying to get to know this girl. And uh, the doctor just brings the Pope into her bedroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was like, "What well, I want a date. Rule of thumb, don't, don't bring the Pope into my bedroom. And he was like, noted. Now, we need to get to business. <laughs> That's the doctor um, for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's been a good season so far. They've got, I hate the tease at the end. Um, it was about, I'm about four episodes into the season. Uh, there's a tease about a vault. And every single episode, you're like, we're going to find out in the next episode what's going to happen. And after a while, you gave up on it. Um, they finally revealed it five episodes in, not four. Um, I'm getting to know much more about the vault in the overall story arc of the season. Yeah, but it's very much the adventure of the week type thing still. Um, yeah. I think it's Capaldi's last season, I think. I think he's ending next Christmas. I guess I can start um, watching again next season then. <laughs> you don't like Capaldi that much? I have not. I, so I've only seen the first season with Capaldi, but I did not like him at all. Okay. I I enjoy him. I don't know. I like his crotchetiness. He's like this grumpy old man. <laughs> uh, and I like his reason for choosing Bill. He said, uh, she's been, like, goes to his lectures. He's a t- professor. It's weird. It's dumb. He's a professor at a college. Um... I think that would be a spoiler. Never mind. Um, I think I know why he chose to be a professor, and it's sad. Um, but she goes to his his lectures, and he goes, everyone else that I talk to, when they don't understand something, they frowned. When you don't understand something, you smile. And that character trait ends up being part of her throughout the story. When she doesn't understand something, she gets really excited about it um, and very intrigued. And I think that's a really cool character piece for Bill. I think it's what I really, really like about her is how much she's interested in all the things that are going on. Uh, She's scared a few times, and she's convicted like everyone else is. um, But when something new happens, she gets super excited, and it's really... We're excited as the viewer, and she kind of allows... She's very much the audience, and I love when a character is the audience for us. Someone we can really relate to in that way. Uh, and that's really the only thing that I've been geeking out about this week. I watched Castlevania, um, but I've really just been recovering from the 4th of July holiday. Yeah. Everything's so backwards for me. Most yeah, that was a weird holiday. week. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta go do family stuff. We didn't do family stuff. We, me and my wife, we had dinner and stuff. We had lunch. Uh, but I haven't played any DLC, any more of the DLC for Final Fantasy 15, uh, like I wanted to. Um, or really anything else like that. Just been resting i guess um yeah getting into the tv news there was a lot of stuff that i was geeking out about there uh we talked about westworld earlier talking about that wild west online game um if you go to their website right now it's discoverwestworld.com um 
kind of interesting. There's this little gif that pops up, but it looks like the website itself is glitching out. And then it does a huh. command prompt thing, and it says anonymous user, and it's like, please help me. And then it, like, shuts down and opens back up to um, a registered user. And they're like, everything is fine. Welcome to the park. And it's really creepy and cool. Um, and that's a tease for this new season. If you've watched Westworld, um, you know that a lot is going to go down in this next season. Um, and it's very uncontained, I think is a good way to put it. Um, so we'll see how that affects the goers of the park. Uh, you, from the sounds of it. Did you watch the whole first season? Yes. Okay. I've yeah, not seen I a single it. episode yet. It's, it's really good. Uh, very rated M for Mature. Or, that's video games. Rated R. Very rated <laughs> R. Uh, no, M for Mature is for TV. MA18? MA18. MA yeah. Um, yeah. They don't do a lot. There's an episode where they go to a place where it's it's everywhere. The sex is everywhere and the nudity and it's awful and stupid. Um, but usually the nudity is not shown in a sexual way. They're all robots. Um, so they program them. They're just sitting there naked um, and there's no expression on their faces and it's literally just... It gives you... It dehumanizes them. Um, which is really interesting because you're supposed to. Um... But they get to the park that there's some scene in one of the episodes that's just awful and way too much. Like, it's so much. Um, but yeah, a lot of violence, a lot of gore. Definitely an HBO show through and through. Think of Game of Thrones. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the second season. Uh, I, I'm really curious what they're going to do with the guests in the second season. Uh, I think the guests are going to be... The impact it has on the guests is going to be huge. Because so far, it really hasn't been about the guests much. Hmm. We had, you know, the one guest who um, you follow throughout the story. But we didn't get to see the... It, they were broadly affecting everyone that was going. And I think now it's going to be totally different. Um, Squirrel Girl has been um, casted for New Warriors, which is a freeform show that I didn't know was happening. <laughs> yeah, you put that in the movies, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I looked at the article, yeah. and I'm like, that's TV. <laughs> I, like, completely forgot uh, that it was Freeform. Uh, I didn't know that they were making a New Warriors. I knew they were making the Cloak and Dagger. That's going to be on Freeform. That one we said looked really indie film looking. Yeah, Freeform yeah. is very, 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 very liberal. So I... I don't really watch anything on that channel but hey if it's successful then great you know <laughs> right squirrel girl is um, pretty cool from what i know apparently i think it's silly as heck but she in the comics she's been known to single-handedly defeat galactus and thanos for some reason oh really yeah that i mean that's, that's as much as i know i think it's supposed to be silly i don't think it's supposed to be really serious but yeah that's <laughs> it, good. That's it just sounds crazy good. when you hear that though <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to find the name of Squirrel Girl. Uh, oh, it's Milana Vaintrub. Uh, <laughs> weirdly enough, probably the most um, obvious place you've seen her at would be AT&T commercials. She's the new girl that, like, is super awkward, and they do the deals. Um, and she's yeah, I was trying to think AT&T. of where I knew her from, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Uh, Melania? Milana Vaintrub. Um... I know her from 
a YouTube channel. I can't remember what it was called. It was something Prude Girls. Um, <laughs> and they would... It was this YouTube channel where they would sit... Two of them... It was two girls. One, She was one of them on a couch. And they would put their guest in the middle of the couch. And then ask the most awkward questions they possibly could. <laughs> uh, just back and forth. And it was a completely awkward situation for everyone. Um, it was very funny. Uh, I think they got some celebrities in there. I think... Uh, not Channing Tatum. Um, it's, uh, Transformers. What's his name? Shia LaBeouf? No, new Transformers. Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. I always think he's Channing Tatum, and they don't even look anything alike. They just do the same movies. Um, wow. Yeah. What? Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> 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 um, oh my god! But yeah, she uh, she was she was funny on YouTube. I watched her like right before she stopped doing that YouTube channel. I think that YouTube channel is dead now, um, and she does like AT and T commercials. So she's weird. She's awkward and quirky enough that Squirrel Girl will make sense. I just don't okay. know if I care about anything on Freeform. Exactly, yeah. that was my thing. <laughs> yeah, I know everyone's been trying to get a Squirrel Girl thing going though. Um, so that's cool. She like controls squirrels and stuff, and she's like Ant Man of the squirrels. In the new um, comics, the uh, what was it? The New Warriors was that their name uh, of the group? Something. I don't know. That's what Warriors. this is. Yeah. Um, is. According to the comics, the um, there the, something that happens with their team is the original like spark of the Civil War. Like that's what drives people up the wall about superheroes in the in the Civil War comics. I thought that we were different huh. characters. I don't know what you're talking... In that one, they're, uh... Yeah, they're a bunch of kids yeah. that are all are superheroes, and they, like, end up burning a yeah. house down. Yeah, they're the, the new warriors. They got, like, a speedball is one of them, um... I think, but... Yeah, yeah. I don't they, think... Speedball? Isn't that the name of a drug? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> they burn a house down on accident, and... Yeah, like, they're a very... They from what I... People think i remember they're a very misfit type of superhero group and amongst right. the other things and it, that incident with them is uh there's they're like think, a super dysfunctional teen titan yeah and so i think what happens they basically end up like nuking a whole uh, accidentally nuking like a whole like city or something and so that's what drives people up the wall about uh, superheroes and those kind in the yeah. uh, su- civil war series so like we have to keep them under check you have to give them government watch yeah yeah mm. um I was kind of because they talked about doing this, and I I figured they were going to announce something. Um, I don't I don't think it was New Warriors. I thought they were called something else. Um, but I thought they were going to do that before Civil War, so they could prompt it, uh, and they didn't. But it's okay. Um, speaking of reform, didn't realize that I had to reform them. <laughs> uh, Misfits is getting a reboot. Uh, if you've watched Misfits on Hulu, it was this weird British show. It was really good for the first season. And I hated, so Simon was a character on that, and he plays in Game of Thrones as, oh, I can't remember the villain's name, and he was the other villain that's not Joffrey that everyone hated, um, Theon Greyjoy, I think. I think he was okay. Theon. No. People know what I'm talking about. He's awful. <laughs> he has dogs. Um, I don't he's think a wonderful actor. He's an amazing, amazing actor. But I hated his acting in Misfits, and this was way before uh, Game of Thrones. Um, he was super awkward and he was supposed to be and they just didn't give him enough to work with it seemed like 
Uh, Misfits, it's like this rated R comedy about super kids with superpowers, but they're all from a prison. They're all these little like teenage inmates, um, and so they're all shouldn't have superpowers. And it was, it it's a fun little show, um, very stupid, <laughs> but um, I'm excited. They're making it's going to be a, the reboot is on Freeform, but it's going to be American made. Um, so that's that's really interesting. So it's going to have uh, Dave Foley and Charlie Saxton in it. They just got casted. So uh, keep an eye out for that. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen anything good from Freeform yet. I got I to gotta see. They're putting in a lot of cool shows. Um, so hopefully those shows actually deliver. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, going back into the Marvel world, uh, Punisher, They were talking. the director was talking about how it's different from all of the other uh, TV shows Netflix is doing. And I thought that was really interesting. Uh, it is not going to be... There will be no superpowers in The Punisher. Which makes sense, because like, The Punisher doesn't have superpowers. But right. none of the villains or anything will have powers either. So I think it's really interesting. Uh, they said it's going to be much more of just like an adult drama than anything See, else. See, when you said street level, I thought of something like the Daredevil and Punisher and things like that when, you know, our discussion about street level earlier. Yeah, and that's what I meant was... Um, does Spider-Man feel like a street level with a higher budget? Um, because when I think of the street level, I think of Daredevil and Iron Fist, and that's kind of Netflix's street level right now. Um, and it'd be really interesting to see what they could do if they were given a movie budget. Um, but I'm excited for the Punisher. I think it's really weird not to have superpowers in it, but I think it'll probably ground it a little bit more. I was going to say, Punisher's not a super... I mean, he, he doesn't have superpowers... Right, but that's what makes him cool is that he just fights people that have superpowers and completely destroys them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but on the other hand, that second movie they made, it was a it was a Punisher movie, where the guy like fell into acid and yeah. was all jacked up. Like it was a really dumb movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't remember it. Warzone, I think it was. Warzone, yeah, something like that. It was bad. <laughs> um, he was a great Punisher. Yeah. The action was cool, but uh, the dialogue and the story was just dumb. Um, <laughs> I I think keeping him grounded is a good idea, and letting yeah. him just kind of walk into this world that's already kind of developed instead of trying to develop a weird, super-powered world. Um, yeah, I'm excited for De- uh, for uh, Punisher. <laughs> he comes out after the Defenders. I'm excited for the Defenders. Um, Me too. And then he'll come out as well. I think that is it for the podcast. We uh, we can get out of here. Yeah. Joe, okay. it's nice to have you back. Thank you. Good to be back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shelly will be back next week, I think. Uh, LJ is not a staple. <laughs> Although, I'll be back behind it seems the scenes. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Making sure that we get things correct. Yeah. <laughs> not well, having uh, a fact checker. We'll return so. to Norm a, a little bit. Um, next week we love you lj <laughs> yeah it's been um, great having you on i love you guys too it's been a lot of fun yeah. I, I, I super appreciate you filling in yeah it's it's been quite a summer f- just in different areas of geeks under grace um yeah it's been awesome just to see everybody adapt to the things we've been dealing with yeah cool yep. uh joe where can they find you at? find me on twitter at joe knows games and LJ. You can find me on Twitter at 
War Hero LJ. Uh, you can find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Sundays, and um, hopefully we'll have some of our viewers listening to this. Uh, I've been getting requests to play Snake Pass because uh, I've been I've been rocking some platformers lately, and they're like, play Snake Pass. So um, <laughs> this Sunday I will be playing some Snake Pass. Cool. Yeah. Cool. You can find me at Cody Armor on Twitter. Um, yeah. In closing, keep gaming, keep praying. And God bless. Bye. Adios.